This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 19th of September. Justin, Virgin Australia is in a shopping spree kind of Ooh. mood. The airline's reportedly in talks to buy Air New Zealand. And at the same time, Virgin's also been sniffing around regional airline Rex. Wallet is out, B-Man. Kanye West, aka Yeezy, has ripped up his contract with US clothing chain Gap because they weren't meeting their contractual obligations. Ooh. And also because, in Yee's words, a king can't live in someone else's <laughs> Castle. <laughs> Three authoritative stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Four and 20 Pies, Lean Cuisine, and a bunch of other Aussie brands have been snapped up by a Hong Kong investment firm. Is there anything better than a tasty meat pie on a warm winter day, Brett? <laughs> I'm still yet to find it. So what is happening here? <laughs> okay, so Paddy's Foods is the company behind iconic Aussie food brands mm-hmm. like Nana's Snowy River yep. and, of course, the famous 4 and 20 Pie. And Vesco is the owner of Lean Cuisine, those surprisingly tasty ready-made meals. Now, Jazzy Boy, these brands have one big thing in common. Mm-hmm. They've all just been bought by one of the biggest private equity funds in Asia. Yep, it's called Pacific Alliance Group, and it also owns Oporto and Red Rooster. Wow, and this Pacific Alliance Group forked out at least $500 million for this deal. And B-Man, it's just another Australian food giant that's ending up in foreign hands. Interesting. What's the key learning here? Iconic Aussie food brands keep rolling on out of Australia and the traffic's only going one way. Justin, did you know that for almost a century our very own Vegemite was American-owned? I did, in fact. And Brett, (laughs) that is not all. Brands like Arnott, Uncle Toby's have also gone offshore too. It does kind of make sense from a business perspective, though. Talk me through it. Well, the size of the Australian domestic market is very small when you think about creating economies of scale. And even though we've got heaps of land that allows us to grow food, we've only got around 25 million mouths to feed. (laughs) Which is tiny when you compare that to 329 million in the US or 1.4 billion in China. So Brett, put simply, brands can make more money beyond Australia. For our second story, the founder of Patagonia, the American outdoor clothing company, has given the $4.4 billion company away to an environmental trust. No refunds on that deal either, B. Man, so what is the story? Okay, so Patagonia is the US-born outdoorsy clothing brand. It was started back in 1973 by an avid climber who wanted to create high-quality outdoor gear with strong ethics. But now it's really seen equally on tech bros in (laughs) Silicon Valley. Now, Patagonia is known for donating 1% of its total annual sales to climate change causes. Patagonia's motto is, we're in business to save our home planet. And now, the founder is really putting his money where his mouth is by giving Patagonia to a not-for- profit fighting climate change. That's a $4.4 billion company giving itself away in exchange for nothing. In fact, Brett, experts reckon it'll actually cost him a fair bit of money because he'll cop a tax bill for the donation. And it's all part of a fundamental shift in how we view business responsibility. So what is the key learning here? In the past, there was a dominant view in business that your only responsibility is to generate profits for shareholders. Promoting equality, caring for the environment and other social issues just weren't a big part of the equation. But of course, there is a massive social shift going on. Consumers are saying, hold up a minute, isn't great power supposed to come with great responsibility? (laughs) So Patagonia really epitomizes this new attitude. They've deliberately made the earth their only shareholder. And get this, putting purpose in the driver's seat can actually be good for a company's bottom line too. Well, according to Deloitte, purpose-driven companies achieve more market share gains. And they grow an average of three times faster than their competitors. So B-Man, it'll be interesting to see how that translates into future sales and maybe just 
just maybe other businesses will follow suit. For our third and final story, Adobe, the maker of Photoshop, is buying the popular design tool Figma for 20 billion US dollars. Wow. Lots of Figma fans writing an obituary today, Brett. <laughs> so tell me more. Okay, so Adobe is the multinational software company that started life in 1982. Now, over the decades, Adobe's played in many spaces. We're talking graphics, illustration, animation. The most of us know it for the one, the only Photoshop. But it does have competitors really chomping at its lead, namely Canva. And also Figma, which is a cloud-based design platform that launched in only 2016. And since then, Figma has built a product with 4 million users and a real community of designers. But the party is over, Brett, because Adobe has now agreed to acquire Figma for 20 billion US dollars. And this isn't an all-cash deal, is it, Jazzy Boy? Nope, it's a combo of half cash, half stock to be precise. So what is the key learning here? While many at Adobe and Figma are celebrating today, not all large acquisitions go to plan. In fact, Jazzy Boy, 60% of M&A deals are considered failures according to Aussie Equity Manager's Eris Investment Management. Like the value of the company may have been written down after the acquisition. Or a key product is decommissioned. Or the company is left with a major debt after the acquisition. So Justin, there really is no guarantee this deal will be a success for Adobe. And Brett, if the feedback from the Figma community is anything to go by, then this deal may have some challenges ahead. So the Figma community shaken in their little booties about Adobe potentially hiking prices of a product that they love. So it's no surprise that Adobe stock actually dropped 17% after the news. Fluxfam, if you're keen to get more and more business news, finance news, and little tidbits, you know where to find us. It's on TikTok. Love a good tidbit, Justin, and TikTok is the place to find us. <laughs> Flux.finance, make sure you hit that follow button. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.